Hey guys, and welcome back to the Atlas Weekly Recap and the first episode for 2024. I hope everyone had a fantastic Christmas and New Year period. I thought I'd start today's episode by providing a short recap of how global equity markets perform through calendar year 2023. I'll also touch on the contentious last minute redesign of the stage three tax cuts that are set to come into effect from 1 July 2024. And lastly, we'll look at the week ahead for markets and the economy with a key local inflation report out here in Australia. And as five of the so-called Magnificent Seven stocks in the US report their quarterly earnings to December this week. So let's get into it. So looking back on calendar year 2023, if we start by looking at Australia's stock market in the ASX 200 benchmark index, it finished the year up about 7.8%, so a positive return for the, the local share market, but it definitely was a bumpy 2023. There were definitely highs and, and lows. It started off really, really strong, particularly into January and February, but we did see it come all the way back to pretty much well, pretty well being flat into October with pretty much a, a lot of the gains that we we did see in November December making up the making up most of that 7.8% return so it's definitely a very volatile year for the the ASX 200 stock market index and i think the stories i guess the narrative driving that equity market performance was still inflation still interest rate policy we we did still see some interest rate lifts in in australia here in 2023 and that was the driver of a lot of that volatility but definitely towards the back end as we we saw the i guess investors revise their revise their idea of when interest rates would begin to be cut particularly in the united states to begin with we saw a huge uplift in in financial markets through November and December and the Australian ASX 200 was a huge beneficiary of that as well. Looking to the US and the S&P 500, it was up a really solid 24.2% in calendar year 2023 and it was clearly a much better performer than the ASX, uh, the the Australian stock market and it it really performed well throughout most of, of 2023. We did see some some low points again in October, but it was a really clear performer as those magnificent seven stocks really drove a lot of those, a lot of the share market returns in the, the, the S&P 500 US stock market. If we look at the tech heavy NASDAQ composite index, it was up a huge 43.4% in 2023. So a huge rebound from a lot of the from the huge route, I guess, that we we saw in 2022. So it was really good to see that sh- uh, stock market, uh, I guess, come back in in 2023. And it's probably sitting close to, I think, it's a little bit off uh, record highs that we saw in in late 2021. But it's it's sort of come close to coming back to the, those same record levels. To Europe now, if we look at the Europe's Euro Stocks 50 
benchmark index. It was up 19.2% through 2023. So again, a really strong performance in the Eurozone area. And then if we look to the UK, uh, the FTSE 100 benchmark index was up 3.8%. A little bit of an underperformer. Yes, it was still a positive return, but it's still like relative to the stock market returns of the other sh major share market indexes, it, it underperformed. And now if we look to the Hang Seng in Hong Kong, it was down 13.8%. That was really just due to weakness in the, the Chinese economy. They did have some really strong GDP, but they've got some issues with their property sector and just they're not able to create any sort of demand, consistent demand in the, the Chinese economy. And I'll just note all of these returns that I've just quoted there, it's just the price return. So we're not talking about any sort of dividend yield that you receive if you invested in, in these AS, in these stock market indexes. We're just purely talking about price returns here. Okay. We look at the Australian dollar against the US dollar over 2023. The Australian dollar finished up about 0.15%. So pretty well flat over calendar year 2023. But there were definitely times where we saw some major price swings. And... I think, you know, if, if you were transferring funds back throughout 2023, or even if you're invested in investments that have that exposure to the to the USD, you would have seen some price fluctuations. Uh, you would have seen your, your assets fluctuate quite heavily throughout 2023. But on net, yeah, it's, it's pretty well flat for 2023. To some local Australian tax news now, where the stage three tax cuts that were set to come into effect from 1 July 2024 were spectacularly redesigned by the Labor government this month. And just a bit of a recap, the stage three tax cuts were set to adjust the, the tax bans that we have here in Australia. So effectively, what was involved in the original tax rate cuts or as part of this, this stage three tax cuts were they were moving from a, a five band or tier system to a four band system. And we would see the removal of the 30% tax bans. And this would have seen a nice, tidy four tax band uh, system where you'd still have the tax-free threshold. So the first 18200 would still be tax-free. The amount between 18200 and 45000 still taxed at 19%. But we'd have this much larger tax band of forty-five thousand to two hundred thousand, being attacked with a tax rate of thirty percent, and then the amount above two hundred thousand would be taxed at still that top marginal tax rate of forty-five percent. So that was the original plan, but the last-minute backflip and really a break of of an election promise by the the Labor government was made in a bid to support lower and middle income earners who are combating the cost of living increases here in Australia. And by doing so, it's, it's I guess, providing less relief to higher income earners from, from bracket creep. So if we look at the, the redesign, so with the redesign, there's still five tax bans. So from zero to 18,200, you've got, it's tax-free. That's still the tax-free threshold. You've still got that same band of 18,200 to 45,000. And instead of tax being taxed at 19% on that band, it's now 16%. And then instead of having 
that band from 45,000 to 200, you've got 45 to 135, and that's a tax rate of 30%. And they've still kept that 30% tax ban. So from 135 to 190, you're taxed at 37%. And then the amount above 190, you still tax it at 45%. So in effect, those earning less than 147,000 each year are better off under the redesign from the, the original proposal. Where of course those earning above 147,000 were better off under the the originally proposed changes, but nevertheless, all taxpayers are provided a tax cut and are better off than the current tax bans that we have in effect right now. Though just really disappointing to see the government change the original proposal, as it's really unlikely we're going to see any sort of modification to the tax bans for a long time now. Good news though for Australian expats, the foreign resident tax rates are also set to be modified as part of the changes to the, the tax ban. So with a tax rate on the first 135,000 of Australian sourced income taxed at that 30% tax rate. And this is this has improved from the first 120,000 being taxed at 32.5%, which is the case right now. So it's expected the changes will be rubber stamped in the Senate and become legislation effective from 1 July 2024. Looking to the week ahead, the major economic update here in Australia will be the inflation report for the quarter to December, which will be released on Wednesday, the 31st of January. It's expected we'll see inflation continue to ease and it's it, it's expected to be about 4.3% annually to, to December. So encouraging, it's still too high, but if, if that's the case, it's still that little bit too high and out of the, the RBA's target band of 2 to 3%. But again, it's just going to be encouraging to see it continuing to ease. In the US, on Thursday morning, Australia, Australia time, the 1st of Feb, we'll see the US Federal Open Market Committee, the FMOC. They'll meet to discuss interest rates. It's highly unlikely we'll see any rate cuts just yet. But what will be of interest will be the extent to which any hints at future rate cuts are made. So really what the, the market is hanging out for is the first interest rate cut and this prospect of, of low interest rates or interest rate cuts has really been the driver for share market returns over November, December, and even into, into January. So there'll definitely be a lot of focus on that FOMC meeting. Meanwhile, the US reporting season is well underway and we've got five of the biggest listed companies on the US stock market. But outside of the US, they're still the biggest companies, uh, listed companies. They're reporting their quarterly earnings to December. So this week, we've got Microsoft, Alphabet, we've also got Amazon, Apple, and Meta. And they've really been the, the drivers for a lot of the, the US stock market performance over the last uh, 2020, for the last 12 months. And just for quick reference, the, the Magnificent Seven that I referred to is Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet, Amazon, NVIDIA, Meta, and Tesla. So it'll be interesting to see how their earnings stack up given their recent share price performance. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back again next week with another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for tuning in.